you want to define your starter idea if you don't have one yet. So you've got to have a rough idea of what your product or service will be and how it will help people so that you can get started on your business and you can start to take action toward it. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi seven-figure business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the budget, and the time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. One that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible. One that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life you love, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today tailoring it to suit your business specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Hey there, Amy here. Welcome back to Online Marketing Made Easy. I'm just gonna say right from the get-go, this episode is for you if you are in a nine-to-five job and you know in your heart you want to eventually leave, and we'll talk about that in a moment, or you have a side hustle that you want to turn into a full-time thing, or let's say you're a full-time stay-at-home parent and you wanna start making money and you wanna start doing it on your terms, this is the episode for you. Now, most people listening will probably still be in a nine to five job and you have a desire to eventually be your own boss. You want to work when you want, where you want, how you want on your terms, like who doesn't, right? And so if you are still in a nine to five job and you're looking for the courage, the fortitude to move forward and leave that job in the next three months, six months, year from now, keep listening because this is the episode for you. Now, in today's episode, I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit on chapter two from my book, Two Weeks Notice. It's called Unbossing. And I'm gonna walk you through the four steps to leave your current work situation and become your own boss. So tweak this as you need to based on your current circumstance, but keep an open mind 
how can I make this work for me, depending on where you're at in your journey of becoming your own boss. So let's walk through this because I really do think that this could change everything for you. Actually, before I jump in, lately I've noticed an uptick in people talking about wanting to step into their side hustle full-time, meaning take that side hustle and turn something into a full-time gig, or like I mentioned earlier, finally diving into starting their own business, like leaving behind what's no longer serving them and stepping into fully being their own boss. And this conversation just naturally happens a lot in the new year. So that's why I want to talk about it right now. I'm going to give you a step-by-step in the shorty episode. It's everything you need to do to unboss yourself and start following that dream of becoming a full-time, successful, thriving entrepreneur. And as always, I like to go before you. So these are the exact steps that I took when I was transitioning into being my own boss. Now I'm going to go through them pretty quickly because this is a shorty episode. You know where to find all the details. Go grab my book, Two Weeks Notice, get it on Amazon, wherever you get your books or get the audio on Audible, but I get into a lot more detail, but let's just first get into it here so I can inspire you to keep going. Okay, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to choose your exit date slash start date. So I say exit date for those of you who need to quit something to start this new journey, but some of you Don't need to quit anything. You just need to start. So if you're a stay-at-home parent and you're gonna always be that stay-at-home parent in one way or another, but you're also wanting to start this business, well, then you're gonna choose a start date. But most of you listening right now need to choose an exit date to leave behind that nine-to-five job. I live by the adage, it's not real until it's scheduled. So I'm that person who lives and dies by her calendar If it's not in the calendar, it is never happening. It might be my age, I don't know, but I can't remember anything to save my life right now, so it's gotta be in my calendar. And also it feels real once I've scheduled it. But I've learned that it's taking the physical action and then having a constant visual reminder of that action that motivates me to get it done. So whether it's recording a podcast episode or making a marketing campaign, you can find it in my calendar. It's going to happen because it's in my calendar. And the same goes for something big like quitting your job. You've got to schedule it to make it real. So I want you to choose the month, the day, and the year that you're going all in on your dream. That could be three months from now, six months from now, a year from now. It doesn't matter. I don't want it to be longer than a year. I think after a year from now, you're just making an excuse and playing into your fear. So let's not make it longer than a year. Ideally, three to six months from now, you're going to quit that job. What you're going to do is you're going to write the date on a sticky note, place it on your bathroom mirror where you know you're gonna see it every single day, and you're going to keep with that commitment. Now, if you need to, Take a picture of that date and send it to a friend and say, I did it. I chose the date. Please, please help me stay accountable. Someone you love and trust and someone you're going to allow to nag you if need be. Like for instance, 
Chloe, who used to work with me for seven years, she left to get married and have a baby, but now she's starting her own blog. And she told me, my blog is going live on this date. Please keep me accountable. And I did. The day it happened, I'm like, where is it? Where's the blog? And she actually didn't go live that day, but she went live a week later, which is fine. She missed it by a week, but I was knocking like, hello. And I think she really needed that. Of course she did, or she wouldn't have reached out to me to say, keep me accountable. So choose the date, put it on a post-it, stick with your commitment. And every day when I look at that post-it, when I was doing this, I asked myself, what do I need to do today to get me closer to that date? Do I need to make a call? Do I need to buy a certain digital course to learn something I don't know yet? Do I need to phone a friend? I don't know what it is. But I looked at it every day. It became part of who I was. Number two, start taking action and build the runway that will prepare you once you walk out the door. So your runway will consist of the specific steps you choose to take before you take the leap and make your exit. So you're getting prepared. This part was really hard for me because my exit date was six months from the day I wrote it down on a sticky note. And it's an uncomfortable place to be when you have one foot in one world and one foot in another world. So I was straddling both worlds. I don't want you to stay there for too long. That's why even a year feels like a little too long because we know one foot in, one foot out. No one wants to be there. But in this case, you gotta be there. Okay, right now I'm going to give you a checklist of what to do during this time so you can be prepared as possible. But also, I just want to mention in my book, I also go over a list of what not to do during this time. So you can find that in my book. All right, so let's talk about what to do during this runway. You're still in your nine to five job, or maybe you're still a stay at home parent, or you're just working on the side hustle. You haven't gone fully in. What does this runway look like? Well, first of all, You want to define your starter idea if you don't have one yet. So you've got to have a rough idea of what your product or service will be and how it will help people so that you can get started on your business and you can start to take action toward it. So start thinking about what is this idea for your business? What are you going to start creating? Start journaling about it, start talking about it, start researching it. Let's get the starter idea before we ever take the leap and leave our nine to five job. Also, you're going to create a financial plan. Now, when you hear financial plan, that sounds really big and very daunting. It's not. So the good thing is online businesses don't require much overhead at first or kind of ever, which is so beautiful about an online business. So you don't need a ton of money to get started. If you don't even have any money, you could still get started. However, If you want to, of course, replace your salary, which I'm guessing you do, that was my goal. My first year of business, I just wanted to replace the salary that I made at Tony Robbins. So I just wanted to replace that. That's all I wanted to do. You want to start to put a plan together of what that might look like. So maybe you want to get three or four paying clients when you leave, but maybe you want to get one or two of those paying clients before you leave to make a little extra money before you ever leave that nine to five job or before you ever go in with this business. So the runway is a place for you to get clear on, well, how much money do I need to make? And do I want to save a little money before I go all in? Or maybe I want to get a few clients on the side 
before I quit my job so I can make a little money. Whatever it is, let's start looking at your finances, what you want to make that first year. Do you want to make a little money before you actually leave the nine to five job? Do you want to save some money? These are some questions you want to ask yourself. You don't need to save a bunch of money before you leave. I had that plan and I kind of saved nothing. So it's great to have a little nest egg, but don't think it needs to be like a year of salary before you ever leave. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I wanna talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Number three, be willing to put yourself out there. Seeding your business through social media, a podcast, whatever it may be, will only help you once you actually launch the business. So you're beginning to position yourself in the marketplace and as an expert, and you can even start to attract people. You can even start to grow an email list before you ever leave that nine to five job. So the thing is, many of you right now are saying, but Amy, I don't want my employer to know I'm doing this. And usually that comes up if you're creating a business that is very much aligned with what you're doing now in your nine to five. So real quick, I have an employee that I have a clause in my business. 
you can start a side hustle. So if you are a full-time employee with me, you can absolutely start a side hustle and make money outside of your nine-to-five job with me. But that job or that side hustle, I mean, you cannot create a side hustle that competes with my business if you're employed by me. And I think that's really fair. So let me give you an example. If you are working for me and you are getting paid a salary, you are working nine to five. So you get a salary, you get the bonuses, you get the benefits of working four days a week. So you are a full-time employee with me. It wouldn't be okay for you to start a side hustle where you are teaching people to become virtual assistants to help with online businesses. Because the audience you attract is the same audience that we are working to attract and nurture. And it's a really gray area when that happens. It has happened to me. I've been there. And so it just gets really tricky. However, one of my employees right now, she started a side business where she is taking social media photos and videos at weddings for brides. That absolutely does not compete with what I do in my business. I don't focus on brides. I might have some brides that want to create digital courses, but she's doing nothing with digital courses. And she's just doing social media at weddings for the brides. Very different side hustle. So I'm going to support that all day long. So the reason I tell you this is I understand that some businesses might not love that you're creating a side hustle if it's directly competitive or too closely aligned with what you're doing in your nine to five job. So you might not be able to announce your side hustle or some of the stuff you're going to do in the runway, like start a podcast. However, see if there's a policy, like I have a policy, your company might not, and they might embrace it, but you're too scared to even look into it. So if you can start a podcast, if you can start a blog, if you can start posting on social before you ever leave your job, that is optimal. So do a little digging to see if you can. And if you can't, then you're just going to have to keep it on the wraps and, and really work on a plan and work on all the other things you can do. You can get a bunch of blog posts ready or a bunch of podcasts ready. So when you do quit the job and you go all in with your business, you might have 20 podcast episodes already recorded. Get resourceful here, my friend. Don't just say, but my job won't let me do it. And so I'm not going to do anything, right? That's not how winners think. So be careful with that one. And then finally, see if you can start to create a workspace for yourself if you're going to start this runway. This one is kind of fun. So it might be in your basement, sometimes on your kitchen counter or kitchen table or a little corner. For me, it was like a little corner in my bedroom where nights, weekends, I started working on a little side hustle before I left my nine to five job. And I had a little place in my house where I did that. I knew when I sat down here for, I just had an hour every night, I was just going to work on building this business that I wanted to create. And that was fun. And it made me feel like I was, had like a work from home kind of situation. And it kind of put me in boss mode a little bit. So if you can carve out a little space to do that and a little time, I think that's really, really cool. So not only space, but What if you put on your calendar every Saturday morning from 10 till noon, you are working on your new business. You're still in your nine to five job or you haven't launched it, but you're booking time to actually be intentional to work on it. That's really important as well. You have to be intentional because you don't have time. I'm gonna tell you right now, you do not have time to work on a side business. You do not have time to work on your side hustle or put a plan together to create a full-blown business. 
but you're going to make time. You're going to figure it out. None of us feel like we have enough time. How bad do you want it, my friend? How much are you willing to sacrifice or change your lifestyle right now for something really amazing in the future? That's what you got to ask yourself. Okay, the third thing is to tell some supportive family and friends so they can hold the vision for you. Remember I said you choose that date and you send it, text it to a friend and say, hold me accountable. Well, this one's a little bit bigger in the sense that you are going to go to a few family and friends and let them know of your vision for your new business. Share what you plan to do and how you plan to do it. And the reason why this is important is that if you are the only one who knows, you can easily weasel out of it when you get scared. But when your partner knows or your best friend knows or some of your peers know and you start actively talking about it, it brings it more to life. There's power there. Now, what you're not going to do is tell someone that could easily tell you you're crazy. Why would you ever start a business in such a saturated market? You know, my cousin Joe did that and he lost all his money. Like we're not telling those people, right? The people that will not support you are the people that have never, ever done something big like this before and could never even fathom going out on their own. Be careful who you tell. I told my mom, my best friend Gina, and my husband, and those were the only people that knew of my plan for a good six months before I actually went out and did it. So keep it close, but also find your people. You do need to confide in a few people to make it more real. And the thing is, the reason I also want you to tell a few people that you trust is that it's going to be hard for a while. And I want you to be able to confide in someone who loves you that will say, get back up, go back out there. It's okay. It's not supposed to all work out right away. It's going to be messy. You need those people in your ear. And I could be that person for you. So keep listening to this podcast because I could keep encouraging you. But I want some people that know you really well to cheer you on. You need that. I also want to point out that at the end of the day, it's your opinion and your dreams that matter beyond anyone else's. Like your partner might not support you in the beginning. They don't understand it. They feel like you've tried things in the past. It hasn't worked. They don't really trust that this is going to work. So they might not fully support you. And although they're part of the equation, You don't have to fully have them buy in before you keep going. This is about you and what you want to do. And so you might have to be okay with not everyone fully being in your court as long as you are in your own court, right? You support yourself and believe in it. So there's a whole chapter in my book about talking about like your partner not necessarily supporting you. And I included different scripts that you can use to help you explain to your partner why this is important to you or how to talk to a coworker about it if it comes up. So I've got some scripts in the book that will help you. But at the end of the day, it's you, my friend. It's what you truly want for yourself. So never forget that. Okay, so the last thing I wanna talk to you about and what I mentioned early on in this episode is giving your notice. So to help ease your nerves, I want you to think over a few things before you make the big leap official. Understand who you will actually need to give notice to. It might be a manager, it might be HR, it might be both. Kind of check in 
who you need to give notice to, and if you need to write a formal resignation letter, which typically you probably will want to, but kind of just get clear on how exactly does this need to happen in the business I am in right now with my company? How do I actually resign? So get clear on that and then decide your transition timeline in advance. So out of respect, I always recommend giving at least two weeks notice. Now, if you've been at the company for a while, I'd give more than two weeks notice if you can. I ended up giving a month's notice and that felt right based on the projects that I was working on. But don't give too much because what will happen is, let's say if you give like a three-month runway, you might start to get very resentful of what you need to do to get the next person ready and, and you're in the weeds and you really want to start your own business. It's just not a good scene. So ask yourself, what are you most comfortable with? Before you ever give your notice, what are you most comfortable with? And if it's not a good scene, if you're not happy in your business and you know there's going to be people that are just going to be a little bit nasty to you, just give two weeks. But if you're in a good situation, like with Robbins, I was in a good situation. I loved my coworkers. Giving a month's notice felt really good to me and it kind of eased my nerves to kind of ease into it as well. So just something to think about. But if you can, don't burn bridges. Like if you can offer a little extra time and support the next person that comes in and you feel good about that and you can move on to your next chapter knowing that you finished in a way that was full of integrity. By all means, do that. But you don't have to be a martyr either. It's this little fine balance you need to be careful of, okay? And so you do what feels best for you. All right, I just threw a lot at you, so let's quickly recap. Step one, you're gonna choose your exit date and you're gonna put it on a sticky note and you're gonna share it with someone. Step two, prepare yourself to walk out the door. That means you're gonna create a runway. In my book, I talk all about the runway, but I touched on getting your finances in order, defining your starter idea, and start to put yourself out there if you can. Step three, tell a few people that are going to support you. They're a total shoe in for, they're gonna cheer you on. Tell those people, because I don't want you to have to go at this alone. And step four, you're gonna give notice on your terms, and you're gonna start the first day of the rest of your life as an entrepreneur. All right, so this was a shorty episode. I couldn't get into all the detail, but I wanted to spark some inspiration for you. So if you want more, go get my book. So it's two weeks notice, and you can even go to twoweeksnoticebook.com, but you could also just go to Amazon and buy it there. So whatever suits you, if this sparks some inspiration and interest, go get my book, Two Weeks Notice. All right, my sweet friend, thank you for tuning in and I will see you on Thursday for more entrepreneurial goodness. Same time, same place. Bye for now. My friend, did you know that HubSpot launched an AI chatbot that helps you streamline building campaigns at scale with just a few prompts? Hallelujah. I'm not even kidding. It's called Campaign Assistant and it's a totally free to use AI tool made for marketers and business leaders who spend hours a day on content creation. That's us, right? My team has definitely been using this feature and I hope you're going to check it out as well. Campaign Assistant will transform the way you build marketing campaigns at scale. Craft personalized emails, ads, and landing pages in a matter of minutes. Just pick the content type Add your key selling points and let AI support you in generating ideas for content. 
Now, you know that I deeply believe that AI is our assistant and not the creator, right? And using this is a great way to get those creative juices flowing so that you can create your most effective campaigns without starting from scratch. Seriously, Campaign Assistant is the key to unlocking writer's block so you can scale faster. And this tool is free to use right now. So work smarter, not harder at hubspot.com slash campaign dash assistant.